sometimes you really need to take a break and look at your priorities. And this is exactly uh, what I've done over the past few months. So this is going to be the start of season two of Starting Blank, uh, kind of my second wave of podcasting. So I started this podcast uh, back in the end of 2019. So it's been six, seven, eight months now. Um, and I've just really been on and off because content has always been uh, been important to me and my business and driving traffic and driving sales, but that's not what I actually made money with, and it's the actual business engine, the actual agency that uh, allows me to create content, and in the past, I've flipped my priorities. I've prioritized content over the actual business, and that's led to me um, really struggling with the direction I want to take the business, gaining clients, consistent uh, monthly revenue coming in, but since um, since March of 2020, I've really been heads down building the systems and building a blank slate to be one of the um, top personal branding video editing agencies in the world. And that's really my goal here is to help other brands and uh, people amplify their stories through video editing. So it happens that we edit videos, but it's a deeper reasoning why I've chosen this path for the business. It's because everyone has a story to tell. So even though we're, we play a little role in tell, helping others tell that story, that's enough to wake me up in the morning and get me excited about what I do. I get to build relationships for a living, and that's really why um, I love what I, what I do. I love the business I have. I love creating content. I love social media because it's all relationships. So it's just how do we build relationships at scale? And that's what I help other people do. So going into the second round of podcasting, um, this is kind of where we are. I just recorded, uh, it was supposed to be our the first uh, episode of the season number two with Tyler, uh, Tyler Reitzman, my business partner, but Tyler's audio was turned off, so I'm redoing it, and uh, this is solo. So we'll have Tyler on the next episode, but this is really um, an episode just to catch you guys up on what I've been doing and what I've learned over the past three or four months. So as the recording of this video, it is uh, June 22nd, 2020. We are just recovering from a global pandemic with COVID-19. Uh, we're in the middle of race, uh, race protests and riots, and uh, really the race war continues versus... Um, systematic racism and minorities and people of color in general. So we've seen a ton of um, peaceful protests, change is happening, people are speaking up, people are using their voices, and we've really seen the power of social media take hold in times like this. Um, so there's, there's nothing too new about racism. There's nothing too new about systematic racism. It's been around for 400 years, and it will continue to be around until big changes happen. So we've been knocking down small dominoes and small dominoes to get to where we are now. So um, world update, that's kind of what's going on. Uh, COVID-19 is still going on. So that's um, obviously one of the biggest problems in the world. So we are also divided kind of as a world of, hey, do we take COVID seriously now? Uh, or do we open everything up and see COVID levels spike? So that's kind of to catch up in a, in a minute or two about what's going on in the world. Um, 2020 is off to a wild start, but nevertheless, uh, let's get into the podcast. So again, thank you for watching. This is Starting Blank, season number two. I'm your host, Sam Lister, 
and I look forward to uh, taking you guys with on this journey. Again, this podcast started off as me interviewing other entrepreneurs and creators, really just diving into their story, but it's really evolved since then. Um, and now I'm really going to just focus on current events and culture and just having casual conversations with people. So it'll be a mix of sit-down interviews, in-person, Zoom sessions, Instagram lives, all really bundled together around self-development in general. So um, I have a bunch of guests lined up uh, in the future. I have a bunch of podcasts already uh, recorded that I haven't released yet. So I'm really excited to kind of launch the second round of podcasts, but just with a with a more um, with a higher intention I- involved with this. So it's just easier for me to commit to it, um, stay consistent with it, because that's really what I was lacking before is consistency. Um, and that really goes down to my first point of really anything of what I've learned, like Consecration specifically, it's really all about consistency and how can you show up every single day. And that's something I haven't really done over the past few months because I've been focused on building the actual business and building the systems. So if you want to grow with content creation or really anything in general, meditation, yoga, reading, whatever it is, it's really based on consistency. So uh, five things that I do every single day and I'm on a 30-something day streak um, of when I've been actually tracking Five things I've, I've done and stayed super consistent with is meditation, yoga, working out, going outside, and doing any online training. So those five things um, I've stayed consistent with, and that is really the priority of each day because that leads me to learn more. It leads me to become the best human being possible, uh, treat my body the best, um, so as far as consistency, yes, I've uh, scaled back on the content creation side, but since um, the, the quarantine happened in March of 2020 for COVID, I've been really digging deep into those five things, and I've really built habits around those, and I've cons- I can see my life and thoughts and beliefs change every single day. I've been documenting, documenting that journey um, since early since early April, um, just taking taking notes and writing journal entries. So not really publicly, but just privately. And it's so cool to look back and look at that growth over time. And I would really, really recommend you do the same. So if you're struggling to um, really go through life and you feel like time is just passing you by and you can't remember anything, because this is something I've definitely fallen guilty towards. Um, if you feel like life is a rushing river and you're kind of just floating along with it, but looking down. So all you see is the water and it seems like everything is standing still. But then if you look up, that's when you see life rushing by so fast and you're essentially rushing towards a big waterfall called death. So say you're 20, 25 years old, you've lived to a hundred. That's a quarter of your life. And if that quarter of your life you've spent looking down at the water instead of looking up at the trees, you realize, oh, time, time isn't moving. I have so much time in the world because nothing seems like it's moving. But then once you look up, once you reflect back on what you've done, that's when you really start to realize life is moving by so fast. And that's why it's important to reflect in journal. So... If you ever feel like that, if you ever feel like, wow, it's already June, middle of June, almost July, 2020 is halfway over, journal, reflect, look back, write down the small wins you have every single week, uh, write down the highlight of the week. So whether you got a new client, whether you learned a new skill, whether you meditated for the first time, whatever that number one win is, write that down and it starts compounding. You start being able to look back on, on wins you've gotten. So that's one of the biggest things that I've learned in this, in this time. Um, number two, as far as the business-wise, 
focus on systems, focus on the actual business. I said earlier in the podcast that I've always like created content. I've always had my priorities a little mixed up. I've always prioritized content creation and building brand instead of the business. So once COVID-19 hit, I've been, um, I was really forced to look at the whole business as a, as a whole and look where we want to go, look how to get there, look where there's holes in the market and how can we fill those holes. And in the past, we've done a lot of in-person shooting, so events and interviews and, um, and uh, yeah, events, interviews, product photography, videography, all of that realm, physical in-person shooting. But there are so many agencies out there that create amazing content like that. But I've just really noticed in the personal branding space, exactly what Gary Vee is doing with Team Gary Vee, is uh, having long form, long form content. It's really the pillar of content. So there's long form on top. So that's the podcast like you're listening to right now. That's the Zoom interviews, whatever it is. They're speaking gigs, hour long, hour and a half long. No agency out there is really focused on uh, breaking those clips down into micro content for social. So no one, well, I'm not, I'm not saying no agencies do it, but I just haven't found like the agency that specializes in just that. So that's where I found a need was a market fit was a market hole was. And as I just started reaching out to people, as I started just having those conversations, I realized how big of an issue it is. Uh, a lot of cold outbound messages I send, uh, people respond saying. I've been waiting for you to DM me this exact thing. And that's when I started realizing like, oh, I've always been afraid to ask, but you never know if someone needs anything if you don't ask. Because people aren't just going to come to you saying, hey, can I give you my money because, of, uh, because I need you to solve this problem if they don't know you first. But if you ask them and say, hey, is this something you're interested in? Uh, yes or no? If no, not a worry. If yes, then awesome. Let's chat. A lot of people will say yes if you are solving an actual problem. So that's what I really realized very quickly. So essentially, uh, April 1st is when we launch um, the editing side of Blank Slate. So we're really just focused on helping high-level personal brands scale their video editing uh, for social. So breaking those long-form podcasts or Zoom interviews, uh, long-form content in general, down into 5, 10, 15 different micro videos for Instagram, for IGTV, for LinkedIn, for TikTok, for Facebook, all other socials. So that's really how I decided to go down this path. And as I've been just scaling uh, the business and scaling the systems, I've learned so much about how to, how to prioritize things, how to focus on the number one thing that matters every single day. What, what is one thing I can do today to move me towards my goal that will make everything else easier? Essentially, what is that lead domino effect? So at the very start, my lead domino effect to know if there's interest around this is reach out to people. So I need to reach out to 50 people a day. I need to reach out to 100 people a day, whatever it is, to learn if there's interest around this space. Okay, I did that. Okay, I got 20 responses. Cool. I need 30 more responses to make sure this is interesting. Okay, I did that for a few days. And then um, from there, I realized, okay, there's interest in this. I have no idea how to price it. So the second thing is... The lead, lead domino to get me to scale to um, the goal at the time was six figures, uh, six figures in revenue a month. So we're not quite there yet. Um, but how do we get to that six-figure number uh, per month in revenue? Okay, what's the second thing? Okay, it's 
pricing, obviously. What are we charging for this? What are we offering for this? So that was packaging our deals and everything. So um, just through constant iteration, it took a few, a few deals and a few clients we've closed to realize, okay, this is a price point people are comfortable paying. This is how we can service them better. This is how uh, we can really fit this into uh, what we're doing. So landed a few few gigs that same week of, okay, let's try this out at this certain price point. Okay, then we realized, okay, we're charging way too less and we're offering way too much. Uh, There's way too many videos for not as much. But that's a, it was a great learning lesson. We didn't beat ourselves up over, oh, we got, we got screwed out of this deal. No, it's a learning lesson. So it's super fun uh, kind of reorgan- reorganizing everything and finding a price point that works on both sides because we want the customer to be happy, but we also want to be able to support our team and make money, obviously. That's the end goal in business. That's what fuels businesses. If you don't have revenue coming in, if you're not profitable, you can't survive for very long. So that was really the main the main goal. Uh, so since then, it's just been constant iterations of the same thing, uh, just improving one step at a time, improving websites, improving outbound messages, improving uh, content around it, improving client relationships, and how do we care for uh, customers more, and how can we solve, solve problems, how we can, we can we get faster, how can we get more efficient. So all of those questions are what I've been asking myself and my team for the past uh, three months now, since April 1st, when we launched this side of the business. So uh, coming up on, again, July of 2020, it's been an insane, like this quarter, Q2, quarter two of 2020 will absolutely change my personal life and I think change almost everyone's lives hearing this. Um, it has been the wildest spring, uh, spring quarter two of my life, of my humble 20-year-old life. Um, and it's a, it's a quarter that I will remember for a very long time. Um, but that got me to think back to my first point of reflection and how far people have come. Um, this is why it's important to reflect because I'm super, it's super easy to beat yourself up over things you can't control. It's super easy to beat yourself up and compare yourself to other people. Uh, but when you get in that mindset of comparing yourself, it's a super dangerous and vulnerable spot to be. Not vulnerable in a good way. Um, But I think the number one thing to focus on if you're comparing yourself is take some time and focus on what you want to build. I've tested so many different ventures in video that all of this has just led me to where I am right now. And for the first time ever, I feel really confident in what I want to build, how I want to build it, how I do build it, who I need to surround myself with, and really just the next steps uh, to advance my career. Right now is the first time I really feel like that in the past two years. And that's an insane feeling to me. But that also goes back to reflection of whenever you feel lost, whenever you feel like you're not good enough, whenever you compare yourself to others, You can never, never compare yourself to anyone else because they're running a completely different race than you. Your best friend, your mom, your dad, your brother, your business partner, whoever it is, whoever you compare yourself to, stop. It does no good because they are running a race and you have no idea how much they have trained. You have no idea their intentions. You have no idea their goals. And 
they don't know your goals either. They don't know your intentions as much as they know who you are. They don't. You know yourself better than anyone else. So who are you to judge anyone else? And who is anyone else to judge yourself? That's why you need to take everything with a grain of salt, every opinion, everything, what anyone says, whether they're the closest person to your life, to, the, to a distant social media account on, on social. Once you have that clarity of where you want to go, how to get there, and you're okay failing, you're okay learning, you're okay testing, that's when real growth starts to happen, when you can let go of your ego. It's something that everyone struggles with. I don't care who you are. Everyone struggles with their ego and knowing their ego and knowing themselves and knowing where they hold themselves back. Once you can let go of that and really embrace the body of a learner, once you can tie your ego up in learning, once you can tie your ego up in being the learner, that's when real growth happens. When you simply judge yourself on your ability to learn, that is when growth happens. Because if you tie your ego up in always being right, in always wanting to feel right, and wanting external validation for what you're doing, who you're surrounded with, what you're thinking, how smart you are, that is the quickest way to, to living an unhappy life. But again, I will say it again, if you tie your ego up in being the learner, it is a forever chase of greatness. It's a forever chase of gaining as many skills as humanly possible. And if you love that process, the process of becoming the best learner you can be, you will go far in life, whatever you want to build in. Whatever you want to build in life. If you wrap your ego up in being the learner, that is how you get there. Because skills have utility. Tom Bilyeu says that all the time. Skills have actual utility. As you gain more skills you have a greater good in the world. You can offer more things to people. You can offer more things to this world. We have one single life. We have 100 years. We have a, yeah, give or take 100 years to do everything we want in one single lifetime. And the first 20 years is a joke. First 20 years, you mess around and don't do, don't do much. You have fun. But there's no pressure. There's very little pressure, I should say. Obviously, it depends on situations. Everyone's situation is different. But for the most part, people start realizing, oh, wow, time moves fast when they get to their 20s, their 30s, their 40s. And I'm only 20, so I can't really talk on uh, having crazy life experiences. But I know one thing. Time moves fast for everyone. And the reason why it moves so much faster, the older you get, is because we don't have milestones, we don't have checkpoints. Everything feels like the same flow, the day-to-day -day flow. So think back to when you were a kid. Think back to when you were in grade school, in middle school, in high school, in college, when you're getting your first job. Everything is so new to you. Graduate kindergarten, awesome, first grade. Graduate first grade, awesome, second grade. But really dig deep into each of those grades. Okay, there's start of the school year in fall. There's winter break. There's midwinter break. There's summer break. There's spring break. There's a bunch of different breaks. There's uh, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. 
first semester, second semester, there's finals, there's tests, there's all of these micro checkpoints. There, there's getting your driver's license, uh, there's graduating elementary school, then graduating middle school, then high school, then college. There's all of these checkpoints along the way the first, I'll say 25 years of your life. From zero to 25, there are so many checkpoints that you go through. So it seems like you, you can really remember those years. It doesn't seem like they fly by so fast uh, because they're all filled with new experiences. But then as you get older, as you get into your day-to-day, maybe you get a steady job, every day is monotonous, it's the same. Then you get married, every day is the same. Starts off super fun, you get into a relationship. Everything starts out super fun, sparks are flying. Then you get into the monotonous of the day-to-day and then everything seems the same and you're just killed by the boringness, by the sameness. So how do you get out of that? And the way you get out of that is reflection, setting those checkpoints, setting those milestones, celebrating the wins. My girlfriend Katie says it the best. She's, she celebrates the small wins better than I do, way better than I do. Um, and I get, I get stuck in that, that day-to-day monotonous cycle even though my, my life is pretty damn interesting. For me, I like my life. That's all that matters. I don't celebrate the small wins very, very well. She does. And that's definitely something I'm learning from her. Katie, shout out. You're in the other room. But uh, that's one of the most important things you can do is reflect back on those small wins. Every single week, I said it at uh, the seven minute mark of this podcast, every single week, write down what's the highlight of that week. What's that one win? So then you can look back and treat each of those wins as a small milestone, as an intersection point in, in time. That's what my friend uh, Quentin Allen says. There's a, there's a specific intersection. He talks about uh, Gary Vee. And when he started consuming Gary Vee's content, that was an intersection in, in time when his life changed. When I met him, my life changed. Um, so there are certain intersection points and milestones So again, relating back to the child. Childs have so many milestones, so many reflection points. They can say, oh, I made it here, now here's next. I I made it here, here's what's next. But as you grow up, there's less and less milestones. So it's on you to make those milestones. It's on you to create those milestones for yourself and for the people around you and to hold those people accountable and have those those people hold you, you accountable. That's how you really go through life feeling fulfilled feeling like you have purpose, feeling like you're, you're building towards something and knowing that vision and knowing that, having that clarity. That's another huge thing I've learned in this time is finding that clarity. That has changed my life. That has changed my business. That has changed my relationship. That has changed everything about my life is finding that clarity of here is where I am right now. Here's where I want to be in 10 years. Let's reverse engineer that. 10 years, I want my own city. Like, I want a city of essentially the most inspiring place on Earth. If Disney can build the happiest place on Earth, why why can't I build the most inspiring place on Earth? That's where my mind is right now. So let's reverse engineer that. How do I get to build the next Disney? I know Tom Billy says that a lot. I'm relating a lot of this to Tom Billy. That's the course I've been taking, by the way. Impact theory. Shameless pug. But uh, how do I build that? That's what I want to build. I want to build, I come from a pretty small town of Greenville, Wisconsin. Everyone knows everyone. So how can I build that where everyone knows everyone but centered around the top entrepreneurs and creators in the world? 
how do I build that community? Okay, let's reverse engineer it. Okay, let's start out with an online course. Let's start out with a few in-person mentorships, essentially not even mentorships, just people hanging around. How can I influence those people? How can I learn from those people? How can I surround myself with the smartest humans and build the most powerful network? That's really been my obsession as of late. And it's always been at the back of my mind of how can I accelerate the process of my life for other people? My, my original mentor, um, he built an amazing career for himself in 20 years. Then he met another individual. He, then he built, he was a mentor to him. He built an amazing career in 10 years. Okay, then he was the mentor of me. I built an amazing career for myself in two years. And now I have a really solid foundation of what to build next. So how can I advance that process from 20 years to 10 years to now two years to one year or one month? And that's your network. So even before launching this agency, that's what I've been thinking about is how can I help other people network? Because so many people have helped me network. And that's what it really comes down to. As cliche as it is, you're the sum of the five people you spend most time with. And your network is your net worth. How many people know you and how many people do you know? So that's really, really where my mind is at. How can I build the most inspiring place on earth? And I'm going to take you guys with me every single step along the way. So I hope this podcast was insightful. I hope you took something out of it. If you took notes, I would love for, them, for you to share them with me. Uh, hit me up on any socials. Um, Instagram is probably my main. So at Sam X Lister. So you can find me on Instagram, on TikTok, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on any streaming platforms, if you're, whatever you're listening on. Um, you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, really anything. Hit me up. I'll hit you right back. I really appreciate you. If you are still listening... That's rare. In the age of digital disruption. I think Mark says that at the end of his podcast, so I don't want to take that. But uh, it's rare if you're still listening to this. So I want to thank you. Thank you for that. And again, if anything stands out to you, share it on your Instagram story. Share it on your TikTok, whatever it is. Hit me up. Take me. I look forward to really launching this new season of Starting Blank. This is definitely a switch of pace as far as episodes. And I'm excited to get back into the flow of things. I'm going to try to do um, podcasts every week here, really hold myself accountable and really build that habit going back to the consistency, really building that habit around podcasting now and really building my brand. So I hope you guys, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the listen and definitely stay tuned for the next podcast. Again, I'm super excited for season number two of the Starting Blank podcast. And this is your host, Sam Lister, signing out. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time.